Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. It's Friday. I'm wondering now if Jody's got her sights set again on another weekend of well estate shopping or something like that. It's really funny because our youngest daughter, Phoebe, she's the one. She's all about it, and she <laughs> finds the most incredible bargains and deals on everything that she buys. Sam, it's really funny because, for example, last weekend, um, she's excited now because. The car that she's going to be ultimately driving, which mm-hmm. is what thirteen years old, Jody, I think something like that, it has a CD player. Yeah, and so she wanted to buy some used CDs, and so she and her friend Madeline went, you know, shopping. What thrifting. Do you call it? thrifting. They called it thrifting. thrifting. That's right. They call it thrifting. And uh, she sends me a picture. She says, "Dad, look what I found," <laughs> and it was two uh, CDs by the Beatles. She's mm. a huge Beatles fanatic. And it was Rubber Soul, and uh, I don't remember what the other one was. But anyway, I don't remember either. Um, so, but they're in her car now, though. Yeah. But I asked her, and it's, it's like, well, you, you know, I have those because I, we don't play them anymore. But I have my bought them in the '80s mm-hmm. when they first put it all on on CD. Um, I said, but how much did you pay for them? <laughs> she paid ninety nine cents a piece <laughs> for them. <laughs> 99 cents. And how much that, did dad pay in the 80s? You? Well, it's, and I explained that to her. You know, the Beatles, they made a big, big, big deal about this. And by this, by the way, it's not about the Beatles. I'm, I have something really funny that I want to share about some of this vintage type stuff and the way that some people sell this stuff to you cracks me up. But before we do that, yeah, I, I told her the story that they made a big deal out of the Beatles music being put on cd mm-hmm. in the late 80s and into the early 90s so they would only release one or two at a time you remember that yeah. sam right and so it became a collector's thing mm-hmm. and at that time they were selling them for 17 and 18.99 a piece they were not cheap it's what you paid and so right. i went on google and did the little retro dollar thing counting for inflation yeah that's the equivalent today of 39 dollars a piece or ninety nine cents, right? And she paid ninety nine cents for it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's everything that she's done, it's 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 amazing to me. She will go in and find a piece of vinyl that she really wants, mm-hmm. yeah. And I find one that I really want. I'm like, wow, man, this is great. I haven't. This is a, this is virtually almost collectors, and you know, vinyl's not cheap today. And this one's twelve ninety nine that I'm buying. And I look over, Phoebe, how much are you paying for that? A dollar ninety nine, and she's she always, has a different budget yeah. than you. She but also has a she also she, has a different budget. She shops different sections than you. <laughs> it, maybe that is it. It just she seems to have an uncanny knack, though. She never because, gets tired of doing that. And you say, Jody, I don't know if you're going to do that this weekend. That's always her. Like I I get my fill of it pretty quickly. The last time she went, yeah. my friend picked her up and they went, and I just pieced out of it. I was like, I can't. I don't want to do that every weekend. I just don't. Yeah. Um, it just depends on if the mood strikes me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And But she could go every day. So it's yeah. Friday. One of the first things she will say to me, of course, she has friends coming over this evening. Um, so she's got that planned out. But some sometimes it's the first thing she'll say is, can you check for any estate sales in the area? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> and so we'll mm-hmm. go maybe Saturday morning sometimes. So, you know, it, 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 and I'm sure at some point she'll want to take a pause from it. But, you know, I mean, there are people that do that all the oh, time. I and know. they're not doing mm-hmm. it just to buy. It's the resellers on eBay. Your friend Jerry Ann does that. My friend know? Jerry Ann, I yeah. went with her once and she bought a typewriter and she paid maybe 10 bucks for it. And now she has cleaned it up, added something to it that it needed. And she's got it in her storage. She has a very organized storage facility. And she's selling it on an eBay store for... 50 bucks or something mm. like that and she will get it she yeah. will eventually find somebody who's looking for that exact- maybe tom hanks will buy it <laughs> maybe well you know this leads me to something that i think is kind of funny because uh you know once you're in that business and you're, you're trying to frame things up so that there's a 
there's a story or there's a reason a to call it vintage or antique. Not everybody does that, but there's some some of these specialty things. <laughs> and uh, I mean, to me, I laugh at some things that are called vintage that are from 2015. You know, but you, anything yeah. that apparently, yeah. when I went back and looked up the definition, now I'm trying to remember, vintage is anything that could be within the last generation, mm. and antique would be anything that would be theoretically. I don't know. Hundreds of years or a hundred no, or something like that? Not hundreds. I think oh. 20, probably 50 or 50. 20, 20, okay. 25 to 50 years okay. or over. Right. Yeah. That makes more sense. But um, but you really have to be careful when you're shopping for some of those things on eBay because uh, not everything is really rare, antique, or vintage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's true. You really kind of have to do your homework and they will price these things accordingly. And I'm not saying that they're scammers. There are, there are plenty of legitimate people that are very passionate and you know, love antiques, and because of their love of what you're talking about, Jody, you go out and you you're doing all these you know the estate sale shopping. It's because you become you love the history, and so I know that there are people who are passionate about that. But I just maybe this is me hanging around Sam too long. <laughs> but you know, well, when I see you're that, skeptical, when I see that things are vintage, sure. my first thought is, okay, let me go read the fine print. Yeah, right, right, because I want to know what is being defined as. Vintage, you yeah. know? I mean, well, a, a Beanie Baby, is there really a vintage be- Beanie Baby? I guess technically, if you define it, yes. I mean, Beanie Babies have been around for yeah, a couple There's of only one real place for a, vin- a Beanie Baby, and that's the garbage. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> I will tell you something that, that I've realized about me. It's ca- it's almost counterintuitive, or it's it's contradictory for me to do that at all, to go and load up in the car and go with my friend. I end up just trying to enjoy it. Because of the way I feel about my home, I don't want a ton of stuff out. I like a clean, not that it's generic. Our home has Phoebe's art and things that mean stuff to us and have house plants and I, you know, but I do not like a bunch of stuff out. In fact, I get, I don't know if claustrophobic is not the right word, but you know how if I I walk into a room where there's too much stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm not right. I know. And I've had to, there was an episode of that. Marie Kondo's tidying up show that I couldn't watch yeah. because I was like I can't watch this. Well, every room, breathe. every room was piled with boxes and papers. So you don't want to go buy somebody else's stuff to put in your house, right? When I walk around, I'm like, if I buy something like this, then somebody's gonna it's gonna be in my house yeah. now. Yeah. So you're, I have to you're just really, holding it for about thirty years. But you just <laughs> never know what you what the fun part about it that I have found. You never know what you're gonna find. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like one of the mm-hmm. first times, the hook that got me. Okay, I'll go. A friend of mine called me and said, I'm going to this house. And it was in upscale, baby. It was like, you're, there's no other reason you'll ever be invited into this sanctuary. And it was like an open estate sale. So we walked in and I was looking at the house. Remember I called you? And I'm like, yeah. this house. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, what do you find? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just looking at the house. <laughs> but um, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. And that was kind of my entry into that. Another thing is that you never know what you'll find. I never plan to buy anything, and I never go looking for something specifically. Um, I remember sitting once in a doctor's office um, waiting. I don't know, something for one of the girls when they were small. And the lady at the reception area had this beautiful picture um, painting of a mom and a kid on the beach. And it was framed, and it was big. For her little area and it was gorgeous and i'm like i really like that mm-hmm. and and she said you know what she said i am not into buying art she said but i went with my daughter to a yard sale once and they put that out 
and it, they asked for 20 bucks for it. And I looked at it and I was like, I have to have that. And so she, I was like, oh, wow, that was yeah. for 20 bucks. And it's just gorgeous. Yeah. So I just remembered that. I agree with you. Oh. The element of the surprise part is fun. Yeah. And, I've, and I've tried to, because, you know, Jody and I really do want clean, open space as much as possible. But I don't but, like well, clutter. I don't yeah. like clutter. And, and I've really tried to avoid collecting things. Because when you say collecting, that actually can turn, if you don't have a way to organize what you've collected. It's called hoarding. <laughs> it could. <laughs> And, you know, it, I mean, both of you know, because Jody brought it up a couple of weeks ago, that for whatever reason, I, I just, as long as we've done this for a living, I never really thought much about the microphones that we use, but I started kind of getting into the antique part of it. And years ago, I bought one that didn't, didn't work, but, you know, lately, I just kind of got interested in some of it. So I've been studying it more and reading the language and using the SAM filter, you know, for vintage or, mm-hmm. but so... I thought of you immediately because <laughs> uh, one of the one of the guys that sells some of these antique microphones that I've looked at, he has an interesting approach to the way that he sells these mics. Okay, so and I guess the best way to explain this, a lot of the stuff was mass produced when it was first put out. Anyway, so some are rare, some aren't. Some have been used for real you know things and yeah. some are but it's just like anything else if you were to get the microphone for example used by john lennon on a certain song mm. it, you wouldn't be able to afford it no, no way right i mean it'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars even though it's the same microphone that somebody you know <laughs> you've never heard of you've never heard of might have experimented with it once or then it was some lone mic in some radio station and they can be the same thing it's really funny to that's me. about some, so, what something's worth and we we assign that value yeah and so I think that's kind of where the, this one guy, who's he's awesome, by the way, and what he sells is an unbelievably fantastic shape. I'm really impressed with his work. But the way that he describes some of these mics, in addition to how it works, what he thinks the age is, he will say it's the kind of mic that would have been used by. Ah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. right. And then he will actually name the mic that. So there's one of them, for example, that I saw on uh, on his site that he says is, the Jim Morrison mic. Like the Doors Jim Morrison? Oh, yeah, we know. See, okay. The funny right. thing about that is right. some people will read that so and quickly. Say it's the Jim yeah. Morrison mic. Yeah, that's the mic Jim Morrison used to use. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And and so, and, 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 and he, he did use it up on stage, and he's got a picture of him using it on stage. That type of type. mic. That's correct. It doesn't mean that that's the exact mic, but yeah. that's what it would be. But I find that that's... If you understand the context that he's trying to say that in, he's not trying to scam you. He's trying no. to, he, because what you're buying is a story piece, he wants you to be able to have a story to go along mm-hmm. with it. So it helps sell it. That's right? buyer but, beware that you read what you're doing. Yeah. You read because words, that's what they're for, well, to be of, descriptive and to <clears throat> sell and tell. Each of these mics, I'm assuming, has serial numbers. Is there a way to keep track of uh, exactly who did well, what to win? And no. How and I, I mean, that unless somebody wrote it down originally, what's interesting is some microphones don't have any serial numbers at all. Oh. Even some of the famous companies like Shure and some of the others, they, they numbered some, they didn't number others. Really, only the German microphone companies were the ones that were very specific about mm-hmm. how they numbered everything, the overseas companies. Uh, and I, I don't know why. The, again, I think probably because some of them were so mass produced for their mm-hmm. time, they just didn't put serial numbers on them and track them. But so <laughs> the uh, the other one, which is a mic that I did buy, uh, and it, it was not very costly at all, probably because of the way that he's saying who used it. The person who used this type of microphone, I thought, was a really interestingly odd choice. 
And uh, so the second picture you pull up, I'm like, okay, I don't know who this is. And then I scroll down and I read the description, and it's he calls it the Jack Ruby mic. Oh, Lord. Jack oh. Ruby was what the Jack guy. Jack Ruby use a mic for? So he owned a nightclub. Uh, oh, that's and, right. right. And so Jack Ruby, <laughs> of like course, was a mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so and it, that kind of led me down a history path. He's the one, of course, who shot Lee Harvey Oswald, who was the one who was supposedly the one who shot John F. Kennedy. Right. Not saying, we're, Here's we're a not, rabbit hole to yeah, go Yeah, we in. don't need to go to that <laughs> rabbit hole. Allegedly. There's still a few questions around that thing. Yeah. But anyway, um, so, but when he, but he's got some like crazy picture of Jack Ruby holding this microphone. And, you know, so, but it makes it a story piece. Yeah. I just find that, it's just, it cracked me up because at first I'm thinking, wow, this is an interesting sales approach, which he's it smart. is. Ab- absolutely. Right, because it gets your attention, but then- if it's something I'm interested in, that's how I'm telling you the story right now. Storytelling you know is everything. Yeah. It is the way to communicate. If you want to make something happen, if you want to make a sell, if you want to make a friend, if you need to make a point, yeah, storytelling is king. It will always be and it always has been. Yeah, That's what he's doing. Kudos to him for understanding. Don't just, if I'm, if I'm going to sell anything, a table. Yeah. Instead of just putting it, this is what it looks like. Here's a picture, and here's how much it is. A story with it. It's it's a it's a way to human connection. Yeah, that's why. So good for him. The the only two mics that I've ever heard that really have names, you know, that, that have that people use commonly. One is a, is a certain mic style that they call the Frank Sinatra mic. Yeah, and almost because almost everybody has seen that the pictures of him singing into that big long mic that hangs down. You know that's that's it's made by a company called Neumann in Germany. That's not important. Everybody calls it the Frank Sinatra mic, right? right? Um, and then the other one, which our youngest Phoebe thought was really funny, cool. because yeah. I was not exaggerating. It's not to be funny, and it's a little polarizing. But it's called the Hitler mic. And the reason they call it the Hitler mic is because any of the film reels that you see of Adolf Hitler speaking, yeah. it was this particular microphone, which happened to be manufactured in Germany at that time. Mm. Um, and it's a, there actually are, I guess, a number of different styles. But if you look and see, it looks like this big, tall bottle, almost looks like a, um, what do you carry your water around in those metal, you know, things? That, what, the Yeti? Like, yeah, kind of like a insulated, you know. Yeah, mug aluminum kind of mug looking thing at the bottom with a little thing at the top and that's what they call that mic but I, i've never heard the you know anybody refer to the doors mic or the jack ruby mic or yeah. you know and so yeah. um i don't know i just thought that that was really it's cool because he's created this niche that not a whole lot of people are going to be buying in but he's not just listing mics he's telling stories well, he's no, he's selling. Well, well he's selling stories. He's selling it. And the, he's using the stories. For the to Hitler sell. mic, does he actually have a picture of Hitler? You know, <laughs> it's, actually, what's funny about you saying that is that that mic is actually very, very difficult to find. It, it's almost not. It wasn't a mass-produced mic, and I don't know. It would be very expensive. So he's not selling that. You know, most of his microphones are really the mics that previously nobody ever really collected. Which is that in itself is kind of different mm-hmm. and, and odd to mm-hmm. me. So. Um, you know, because there are only like some standards, the ones that we've all seen over the years in front of the singers for many, many, many years ago. Those are the ones that tend to be the popular ones, yeah. I guess, because everybody knows them. You know, the mics that Bing Crosby and other people like that were in front of. If I showed you a picture of that, you would go even like the universal symbol for microphone, which is kind of that little round, oblong pickle right. shaped thing with the things on either side. I mean, that microphone is 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 iconic. So everybody knows those. This guy has just carved his niche for things that previously were not necessarily collectible. Mm-hmm. It's just 
It's What's pretty funny about somebody like me, even considering what we do here, I mean, I've spent a lot of time with a microphone every day, obviously, and always, and have for years. I never gave it any thought. And then Murphy, you've 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 gotten into this hobby, whatever you call it. <laughs> And it is now I'm aware of it, whether I want to be or not, that different microphones sound different. When he, and when you've asked me to come out to the studio and you're like, and I want to go to bed or I want to watch TV or do yoga. And you're like, can you come read into these three mics? <laughs> and I'm like, fine. And I do. And then I'm trying to walk out and he's like, wait, wait, come listen to what you did. And he'll play it back for me. And it does sound different on uh-huh. all three mics. It's weird. Yeah. You know, this sounds low and this sounds, the, and I'm, I don't know what you're talking about because I don't have ears like you. <laughs> and you really don't care, do you? Well, well I mean, it's, it's nice. He's like, this one sounds really good on your voice and I'd love to hear Sam on this one, you know, uh-huh. kind of a thing. So wait till you get the call. <laughs> Come yeah. over and play with my microphones. <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.